where I think we get we get sideways is when we make community about something other than the mission of the gospel. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the P3D Podcast. This is the podcast of the Passage Church. We are so excited that you guys are with us today. And uh, today, it's me and Michael hanging out again. What's up, guys? Hey, everybody. Hey, Clayton. How's your week going? It's going pretty good. I'm only like a day and a half in. Yeah, right. It, as, as of recording this. So far, this, it's been really productive. Like, I got some got some cool, like, promotional materials ordered. I had nice. a good meeting with uh, House of Hope and Clayton yesterday. Oh, okay. All right. Just, just you know, kicking over rocks, see what swims out. Dude, I am pretty stoked about the weather. Like, this warm spell that we got. Yeah. The weather really has a good, it's a big effect on my attitude yeah. towards things. I saw someone a tweet the other day that was like, I don't mean to be dramatic, but I feel 8,000 times better when it's nice outside. <laughs> no. Dude, I totally get it. So, um... Anyway, so welcome back to the Passage uh, P3D Podcast. Today, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to talk about community. Oh, that is a big one Right, churches, right? I think it's a big one. I feel like every time when you talk to somebody about church, that word typically comes up. Like if you ask somebody what they like about their church, they're going to say the community. Mm -hmm. If you ask somebody what they don't like about their church, they might say the community. Who knows? But it seems to always come up. Well, I, I shared this with, so we're doing this, uh, an evening class called Equip, um, yep. and it's uh, basically like a, a boot camp for becoming a disciple maker. And um, we were talking about, uh, I don't remember, we, we, were, we were going through some gospel presentation tools. Somehow we, we transitioned to this idea of, of community, probably talking about just the community of the group we're in. And uh, I was just doing some reading about, like some reading in some secular sources and, and like some studies done within the church. And I found some really cool stuff. The um, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever read anything like this, but but uh, one of the most highly reported uh, negative feelings that people have, and this is just like a, like across the world, is loneliness. And I thought that was interesting, and it makes a lot of sense that like loneliness would be would be a kicker, right? If you're feeling lonely, that kind of puts a damper on things. Yeah, we were uh, talking earlier about like that's why social media is so popular the one of the reasons why social media is so popular right because you can get on there and instantly feel yeah like you have friends like people want you i remember dude do you remember when like facebook and you might be too young for myspace no well, i was in myspace i had were MySpace. You in myspace yeah okay dude logging in i mean shamefully i admit that right it was yeah. like oh this cool kid with myspace man no. i remember that just that feeling of um Going into the computer lab at school because we didn't have I didn't have my own computer with internet. That's crazy back then, you know. Yep. So uh, I would go in, man. You log in, and there'd be that red notification button right there. Oh, like, baby! Somebody I got some interaction. Yes, interaction, right? And then you look up in the whole library. Nobody's doing schoolwork. Everybody's just on Facebook. Yeah, everyone's on MySpace <laughs> checking it out. Yeah. So so like loneliness is a big thing. Yeah, it is a reason that that social media has exploded in the way that it has. Um, and, and this is, a, this is just another example I heard, um, I think it was Keanu Reeves doing an interview the other day and, uh, he was having to explain the matrix. So if you haven't seen the matrix, uh, you should, I guess I can, I can recommend the matrix, right? Absolutely. I watched it before I was a Christian, but it's still, it's, a, it's an awesome series. Okay. I bet you could finally, you could probably redeem it somehow. Yeah. Figure out. <laughs> I mean, it's a, got a really clear Christ imagery there at the end, even the way like, I won't spoil it. But yeah, anyways, yeah. Yep. so Keanu Reeves was explaining the Matrix. If you don't know what the Matrix is, the Matrix is a movie, and and he was explaining it, saying, "Well, it's about this guy, 
and he's uh, alive, but he's realizing, like, he's questioning if the world he lives in is real or not. And then he, once he realizes it's not real, like, he wants to escape it. And it's about his journey of escaping this world that's not real. And the, it's Plato's allegory of the cave, but a futuristic okay, world. But the but the the teenage girl he was describing it to, it was like the, it was like a family friend, like a family friend, and uh, she was like, "Why would he care?" And he was like, "What?" Yeah. Like, he's like, "Why does why does he care if it's real or not?" And he was like having the realization, and I'm like having the realization as he's talking that like we don't people don't care anymore, right? Because the half the world that we live in is online right and so that world to us back in 1999 when that movie when the matrix came out it was like we could never comprehend that there would be an uh, a digital world that we would enjoy as much as we enjoy the physical world but we're fast approaching that period it's like that's just just a just a little bit of an example of like kind of where we're moving as a culture but we're desperate for connection right so as i was sharing this with the equip class this i this thought that loneliness is the most highly reported negative feeling across the world I realize loneliness is is kind of the, a worldly term for what we would call in the church is a lack of community, right? And we and we use that word community. That's that's what that's what the word the word church um, the the Greek word is. That's what it means. It means community. So that's that's where we get that from. But within the church, there's also some interesting statistics about loneliness and about community. Is that uh, the number one reported? Uh, aspect or one of the number, I don't know if it was the number one, but it was one of the top reported aspects that people look for when they're trying to find a church, whether they're new believers or they've moved, maybe moved to a new town, is a church where they can be in community. And it's also, community is also one of the highest reported uh, reasons that people leave a church is that they, like things that they say, I, I, I failed to connect with the community or I never felt like I had community. So it's clearly an issue. It's clearly something that we're thinking about and and we need to think about really well when you think about biblically. So that's why I think I think the sermon series we're in right now has been really good. But I thought we could spend a couple of weeks talking about it and we've got some cool ideas for where to take it from here. But Yeah, yeah. Be sure to stay so at the end we're gonna we're gonna, you know, talk about some of those cool ideas that we have. Um, but for right now, like you're you're talking about community and churches. What do you, and you've mentioned like biblical community? Yeah. What do you think biblical community looks like? Well, I, th- I think there's there's probably like what biblical community looks like, and then there's um, what we expect biblical community to be. Yeah. So maybe maybe like uh, to like to answer your question with like well, maybe a question before your question is when people say, "Oh, I'm just looking for some for some community." What do they mean? Like what do, what do people mean when they say community? Um, and, and maybe you've, everyone's probably you've probably got experiences like this. I know I know I do, but um, but there's I think sometimes when people say I'm looking for a community, um, what they mean is, and this this would be this would be a negative aspect. And and if if I step on some toes here, apologies, but I think this is fair to say, when people say I'm looking for a community, a lot of times what they mean is I'm looking to step into a room or a group of people who are ready to make their lives all about me. And that's and when you phrase it that way, you can say it's a really unfair way to approach Christian community. But it's like something we want. We want to go to church like we want to go to Walmart, and I want the uh, like I want community to just be on a shelf, right? And I'll just go and pick it up and take it home with me, right? It's this kind of prepackaged thing. And, and I don't think that's the biblical definition of what community is. 
I think there's also uh, a, the 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 converse of that is that when people say like I want to be a part of a community, I think the right I think the right way to think about that is the way that the scriptures describe it is that this is like this community is is more like um, a thing that we're all in together, right? Like I've showed up. And I see, like, I read the scriptures that are like, I need to be using my spiritual gifts. I need to be um, obedient to care for other people, right? To be others focused, like all the one another's of scripture to bearing one another's burdens, things like that. And I think you show up and think like community is something that like I'm going to help generate, right? It might already be present, but it's not something someone's going to hand me, right? It's something that's happening. And that if I want to have community, I've got to be ready to invest. I've got to be ready to um, to be uh, to be kind of all in with these folks, if that makes sense. So that's kind of like the two two sides of the coin. Yeah. So there's a book that we read a long time ago, uh, Melissa and I read called Relationships, A, Wor- a Mess Worth Making. Mm. And uh you, when you think about relationships with community, you're, those are relationships, right? And it's not always going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think when I, a lot of times if I think community, I just think, oh, the church in Acts and it was awesome and everybody got along and everything was so just happy and you just show up. And like you said, it just happens. Community just happens. You know what I mean? But with relationships, they have to be intentional Yeah, and they're not always going to work out super well, right? There's yeah. going to be conflict in those relationships and stuff. I think you see, sometimes you'll see like the the poor state that marriage is in the church also reflects the poor state the community is in, is that we've been fed some poor information about what it means to really be committed to another person and another group of people, is that the moment that it gets difficult, that like, mm, I should probably move somewhere else, right? Then that... Yeah, I got to put myself first. I got to... I gotta, yeah. Right. And we expect, I think we expect the, the quote unquote community that we're in to do that for us. Like, oh, let, let's be, let's surround you and be all about you. And like, here's seven people who weren't doing anything until you showed up. And now they're just <laughs> going to be your best friends. Yeah. Like that's, that's really not what we're doing here. It's like, no, we're, we're all walking through the same stuff and we've all got to, we've all got to shoulder a load. You know, I think of like, like, have you ever seen footage of like the Navy SEALs hell week? You know, they, they're carrying like the boats over their heads or the, the logs and 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 so like there's there's this 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 picture of like we've all got to be in it because if there's someone who's not carrying a part of the load like then then this whole thing falls apart. So the same thing in marriage like if if you don't if you don't walk into that thinking like you know what like I can't wait on you I'm I'm going to do everything I can f- to be responsible for for my part of this of this relationship. And then, and then I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna make my obedience contingent on your obedience, right? I'm here. I'm all in, and and just like Jesus is all in for us, and He doesn't wait for us to get our lives together. I'm not gonna wait on you. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be everything that I that the Lord has commanded me to be right here, right now. One thing that I've noticed as I get older, like I've tried to make communities work, uh, or try to be part of communities where I it wasn't a natural thing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think you know. We talked about it this week at the gym. So you and I hang out a lot at the gym because we go to the same place and we interact with each other a lot. So we're in community together, right? right? So how how does someone go about getting that natural community and seeing that? You know, how how do you build that where you are? Yeah. So I think let me let me back up a little bit here too. I think there's there's this there's kind of a cultural expectation that like I want to go to a church where there's other people who are doing other things just like I'm doing them. Um, that's not, okay, and let me say, that's not wrong, right? It's not wrong to be 
at a church where people are in the same phase of life as you, um, where maybe they even have the same hobbies or same interests as you, because that 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 should be happening naturally. Where I think we get we get sideways is when we make community about something other than the mission of the gospel, right? We make it about something other than becoming disciples and making disciples, right? That is the banner that we're all united under. Everything else that we have in common underneath that is just, it's just like window dressing. It's good, it's good stuff, and I think it can bring you together. And it, it honestly, sometimes it can give you clarity on the mission, because like, hey, all of our kids are really into youth sports. Like, that's not a bad thing. That's like, okay, so we're all kind of doing the same thing. Let's be on mission there together. Or, you know, I mean, like like the pastors, like we, we have a lot of that. Like there's there's lots of um, families that have teenage kids that are re- that are doing a lot of sports. Yep. Like let's not look at that as a, as a negative thing. Let's see the positive in that. Same thing with like there's a lot of firemen and first responders at our church, like a disproportionate amount, I'm sure, to other to other churches. <laughs> and, and, like, and, and it's cool because it's like, so there's, there's the thing about that, though, is that you guys have non-traditional work schedules, right? Absolutely. So you'll be here, you'll be here for four Sundays, and then you won't be here for four Sundays or, you know, like however the schedule works. Yeah. But you'll get it. You'll understand. You'll, yeah. so, sooner or later, you'll, you'll get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Maybe a year from now, I'll understand. <laughs> so all that to say, I think the community should be united under the banner of the gospel and the mission that Christ has set the church on. Like that's the, that's the number one thing. Now, how do you go about finding community, like where you are? I think it starts by, number one, like we talk about personal responsibility here at all, a, a lot about uh, sharing the gospel, I think there's an element of personal responsibility that we each have to take for making sure that I'm plugged into this community. So I think with that comes, you have to have an understanding of why. Like, why do I need that? I think the number one reason that we have to have community in in the church is that we are, uh, number one, we're walking through uh, life without being, uh, if we're doing it alone, then, then what you're doing is you're you're setting yourself up for failure, because the Jesus is very clear that he has saved you into a body of believers, and the idea is that we will be supporting one another. Like Jesus didn't die for a bunch of individuals; he died to create the church, right? And the church is the tool that God is going to use to uh, make kingdom progress in the world. So it's we're we're designed to be united. We're designed to be caring for one another. I think if you're not in community then you cannot, you absolutely cannot uh, walk obediently with Christ. The scriptures tell us that much. And I think you're going to struggle with sin. I think you're going to struggle with being motivated to, to study the word, to to be accountable, to be sanctified, all these things. Yeah, I was going to say that, that word uh, accountability mm-hmm. is big in that. And it's not just accountability for like, what'd you look at this week? You know, but like there there's other ways to be accountable, right? You could say like, if you ask somebody, you know, what are some of your, what are your goals? What, what, how are you living on mission this week? Or how are what's your intention this yeah. week with right. the way with your meeting? If you meet with somebody, what are you going to be intentional about? And then the follow up from that, like, Hey, yeah. you said you're going to do this. What's up? Yep. You know, just that kind of accountability. That's right. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. Like I, I could not walk obediently with the Lord if it wasn't for people in my ear and in my life being like, Hey, how are you doing? No, answer the question. How are you doing? Like, like, how's your time in the Word? Like, are you being obedient? Like, how's your, like, are you giving to the church, right? Are you sharing the gospel? Like, I need people to ask me that stuff. Yeah, so how do you, how do you, Michael, get somebody 
to ask you those questions like how does that relationship start with somebody so you can't just assume that somebody's going to do that right yeah you have to i think if you show up and think like oh someone's gonna someone's gonna take care of that for me like no we're, this is like we're not over programmed like that we don't have people like waiting like you're no, gonna we're programmed the opposite <laughs> that's right i don't want to be held accountable i want to <laughs> do what i want to do when i want to do it yeah. and i don't want you to ask me about it so the setting for us where this happens where those relationships begin is missional community. We call it missional community groups, and they meet throughout the week in people's homes uh, all around Johnston, Wake, Franklin County. Um, They're all over the place. And the reason we do that is because we understand, and if you've been in church long enough, you get it, that uh, the hour, hour and a half that you're here on Sunday mornings is not the place for those. You can't form those kind of relationships like that. So we have to be in one another's lives. And so missional community is the place that ha- where that happens. And this kind of goes back to your question, Clayton, about like how, does, how, like how do I find that natural community? Well, the good thing about having many different groups is that you can kind of find those folks that you have affinity with. And, and we talked a little bit last week about like the natural rhythms of life, so like, you, like you being a firefighter and other people that are first responders, like you have a non-traditional schedule. You have to find a community where that's going to work for you. And the cool thing is we have that, right? Let's say your kids play travel ball in the spring and in the fall or like in the, you know, like you have some sort of rhythm in your life where like I'm available, I'm available for this season, but not, but not for this season. Um, finding those those groups, those those affinities that you have, that's the place where you can like you can really knit together. But it does take initiative, right? You have to say like, okay, I know I need this. I know that my next step, like I'm j- all I'm doing is going to church on Sunday, right? And uh, like my my walk with the Lord is really not growing. Like I'm I'm being obedient in this one way, but there's all these other areas in my life where I'm not being obedient, and I am struggling, and my marriage isn't great, and I don't really know what to do in parenting my teenager. Like that's where being a part of deep fellowship that comes through what we've crafted here with missional community groups is super significant. Yeah. So uh, with being intentional in those relationships, I'll just speak for a second on our perspective as uh, first responders. And I I mean, I'm not really speaking, I guess, for all of us, but I can tell you um, what I've got a lot. The general feeling is we do have a weird schedule, right? Nurses police officers, firefighters, yep. we, we work weird schedules. So sometimes the church seems like it's set up like, all right, well, I need you to, to serve yeah. every Sunday for the next two months. But why can't I can't do, do that. that? It doesn't work for you. Yeah. Or I need, you know, right. There's certain things that we yep. just can't do. Well, yep. so like if you're in a, a part of a missional community and let's just say that guys meet one week, girls meet the next week. Yeah. Well, if you're working that one week that the guys meet, you miss. You miss for like three or four weeks. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's it's a struggle. Yep. That is a struggle for first responders and people with non traditional schedules. And I that, keep saying first responders, but a lot of people have non traditional schedules. Yeah, lots of people do. Not just first responders. Right, it's, just, exactly. it's just relevant for us. Yes. Um so I think that's one of the things that we are working on and I think is present because we do have that need is finding a, a ministry style that uh, that that shows up uh, finding a ministry style that is that flows with the rhythms of life right and not just the rhythm of like the first but but everyone's life and that's why this kind of decentralized approach to church like this and this is the habit that the church has to get out of is that we've made everything for years like culturally in the south the church has made everything about being at the building on yes. this day and on this day and on this day and, and we've carried that out to today where, like, people say, like, people will be like, oh, you know, I need to get back in church. 
Like there's a lot in that phrase when you think about it. It's like they're thinking about, I need to get back in church, right? So like if for me to be walking with the Lord, like I have to be in a building somewhere at a certain time. Now there's an element of truth to that, right? Because we all do gather on Sunday, right? And we're being obedient and like that's commanded in scripture. But there, this idea of being having like a decentralized ministry is that your the life of the church is not happening on Sunday morning. It's happening during the week in people's homes, like all over the county or whatever county you live in. Like that's where the life of the church is happening. That's where people are getting to know you. That's where you're figuring out what your spiritual gifts are. That's where you're around people who are helping you apply scripture to your life. That's where you're being held accountable for like sin that's in your life and and for um, for being obedient to share the gospel. Like that's where that's happening. So we're we're decentralizing the ministry in that way to make sure that you can be with people where you can you can be in a group that's gonna that's gonna love you and care for you and you can love them and care for them. And it's going to naturally flow with the rhythm of your life. And so that's why it's important not to just have like, oh, Sunday morning, like that's the only time you can study the Bible with other people. It's like, no, like if you can't find a group, let's start one. Like that's yeah. that's a huge thing we're doing right now is trying to find more people that can host and can facilitate discussion at missional community groups because we want everyone to be able to participate in this really crucial ministry. So you said something right there about missional communities uh, that people may not know. So just because you are hosting or facilitating a missional community doesn't mean that you have to be the leader of the teaching, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you have a place that you can open your home up, if you, if you feel like your gift is hospitality or facilitating, Mm -hmm. you can do that. We can find leaders. We can, those are two separate things. They don't always have to be the same thing. Yeah. You can't, you, you, you can do without, like, one person doesn't have to be all those things. And that's just like we practice in the church. Like, that's why Matt doesn't try to do everything. That's why I don't try to do everything. That's why you don't try to do everything, right? That's why the elders aren't, they aren't trying to carry the weight of the ministry all themselves. That's why we have, are you saying teams. that there are different parts of the church that serve in different areas to come together as one church body? Yeah, I wish that was revolutionary, but it's kind of like written in the Bible. It's pretty much in the Bible, That's which like, is great with this series in Corinthians, it's right? It's super cool. Like, it's just the whole church, this whole series we're in is, is pretty relevant to yeah. what we're trying to do as a mission on church. Yeah, it's super good. When Matt said he was going to do First Corinthians, I was like, oh, this is going to be so good for the season we're in. Yeah. Just just for that exact reason. So, yeah, so that's that's a plug. If you're listening and you are not in a, in missional community or you are and you have a heart to, like, reach other people, like, the, the bar for the, the barrier for entry is really low. And we keep it that way, right? Because we just, like, it's as simple as, hey, I got six other people and we just want to, like, get together regularly and study the Bible and, like, figure out how to reach our community. Like, right. that is all you need. You don't need any questions qualifications you don't have to have like read any any number of books except the bible like you know like we (laughs) we just want you we just want to get you in a room together and and give you the resources you need to get this thing off and running and i promise you like it will change your life because it it changed mine that's how that's how my my call to ministry was clarified was meeting with a group of of guys who were who were caring for one another reading the scriptures together like that's all it was so let me just say uh real quick uh, we're kind of getting near the end here. So uh, if you are not ready to take that jump into missional communities yet, and you're here and you're listening and you're just saying, you know what, I just want to find community. I just need one person. Mm-hmm. Because you can, I've talked to some people that have been here for a while, and I'm like, hey, who else do you know? And they said, no one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they know a lot of faces, but they don't have a lot of connections. Exactly. 
man, please, please, please reach out to us. That like that's yeah. kind of what we want to try and do and what we are aiming to do on Sunday mornings is connect people. Not just, just the, to just us, get the but edge to other that. people yeah. as well. Yeah, that's right. So if you're feeling like, hey, I just want to meet like just one family with yeah. some somebody, yeah. let us know. Yeah. You know, and we can we can help. That's what we want to do. We yeah. that's our desire is to connect people with other people to live yeah. on mission together. Yeah, that's right. So speaking of of getting people connected and like letting us know something, uh it's probably a good time to like launch into that was it. That That's was the transition this is right the there. The transition. Here we okay. So so first degree, of all that that degree wasn't wasted. That right. Was, that was you know, what I they taught me that in seminary. I had a transition of conversation. That was it. Oh, I was saying that yeah. yeah. Oh, you're communicating. Yeah, my, 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 oh, you know, I didn't even realize degree. you graduated high school. That's awesome. What? Oh, I'm sorry. A lot that of people a don't. <laughs> that was that was a low blow. That was a low blow. You're out of my community. Oh, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> no, sorry. That was the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. Uh, so let me let's back up here and say, yeah, so how to reach out to us. Um, all of the pastors and, and staff, uh, their emails are on the website, thepassagechurch.com. It's really our first name, but it's yeah, at like, the passage Like mine is Michael at the passage church. Guess what mine is? It's Claytronius. Clayton. Oh, I got it. Like the town. Clayton at the passage church.com. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So you can reach out to us and we will answer any questions you want. Um, you can so, also use those emails for what? What's your next? What's what? Are we, where are we going with that? Right. That was my. That was a feeble attempt. It was fine. I was going there anyways. All but, right. But thanks for the reminder. Okay. So this is what we want from you guys. So if you've hung on this long, all right. Here we go. We want more engagement from. Like we want to make this podcast for our church. Right. This isn't. We're not trying to get famous. This isn't for anybody but the people who know about the Passage Church. Right. This is. Uh, this is like. This is the Passage Church's podcast. It's ours. We right? want to talk to it's you not, guys. It's not Clayton's. It's not mine. It's ours. And so we want we want to hear from you guys. So so here's what we want to, we're going to start doing. We want to open this up and we want to hear your stories about the things we're talking about. And we want to we want to read them on here with your permission, right? We want to share the principles that you guys have learned, the things that you're looking for. Answer questions. Like we want to do this uh, in a way that's that's beneficial to you. So this is what we're asking. So as we're talking about community over the next few weeks. If you have a story that you can write out in an email uh, about finding good community or the importance of community or maybe a bad experience you've had not finding community and maybe maybe a reason why you think that is, what we want to do is hear your stories about community in the church, and we want you to send them to us. And then I, will, I want to read all of them. I want to reach back out to you. It's like, hey, can we? Can I share this portion of your story? We can keep it anonymous. We can use your name, even if you just want. Hey, I'm looking for four people to get in a group with over in the Zebulon area. Like, send me that email, and we'll talk about it, and then we'll put it on the podcast and be like, hey, I heard you were looking for people to get. Yeah, we'll get dude, you connected. Like, I, that's what I'm trying. The point of ev- all of this is just to say, like, that is what we do. That's what we do while we're here during the week. Yep. We're trying to figure out ways to connect people and mm-hmm. build community. Right. So we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. So send us send us emails. Uh, send it to Michael at thepassagechurch.com uh, or Clayton at thepassagechurch.com. We want to see, we want to read your stories. We want to put them on here. We want to share uh, principles that you've learned. Um, heck, if you have a great story, we might invite you to come and sit in this weird little room with us. Uh, this is not a weird room. Let, just so you know, maybe we'll post a picture of this awesome uh, podcast booth that we've got. We mm-hmm. are professional now, sir. That's a we really, have upgraded. Clayton defines uh, professional in a weird way. You but. know what, sir? This okay. is this is it. We've got Christmas lights hanging. We do, right? It's ambiance. I mean, right. It's, it's awesome. Nice. It's nice. And, and PVC pipe with drapes. 
uh, drapes. How do you get are, more professional moving than blankets? That. Moving blankets. Moving bl- Oh, they are, aren't they? That's right. That's you, if you are. wouldn't have told me that, I'd have just been like, "Yeah, they're totally podcast blankets." They're podcast blankets. They like, are. They are. How I you don't know where them. to buy podcast blankets? <laughs> just go to Harbor Freight and ask them for moving blankets. They don't know. They don't know their podcast blankets. They don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's. Uh, you got anything else, Mike? That's it. Yeah, I'm super excited about the sermon this weekend and and just about everything that. Lord I'm excited because we're going to camp this weekend for overnight retreat for Passage Kids. That will be fun. Dude, I'm super stoked. I'm excited about it. I bet. I mean, someone's going to pour cold water on you while you're sleeping. but That is a very good possibility. <laughs> and there, the good possibility is it will be Matt. Right. He's like, the, a, he's like a big kid. He really is. I, I'm starting to learn that. Yes, exactly. So, anyways. for you guys. Guys, thanks so much for listening uh, to the Passage P3D podcast. And we hope you guys have a blessed week. All right. See you.